ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabian edifies, exhorts, and comforts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabian pastors the Christ Our Savior Cathedral of the megachurch of Wasi, off the Nanavongo Road. His weekly Sunday services and turning point services on Friday are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He is also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now, here's the Bishop, Eddie Fabian. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, I think you can do better than that. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. What a joy, what a blessing it is to be oh, in the presence of God. It's always a blessing to come into the house of the Lord. No wonder David said, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So this morning I'm excited and I know that your life will not be the same again. there's somebody sitting by you, tell the person your life will not be the same again. Tell the person expect to be blessed. Oh, I didn't hear you say expect to be blessed. And if the person didn't say it to you, well, point to yourself and say, expect to be blessed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, let me just quickly give you two announcements. God willing, next month, July, is going to be our month of evangelism. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. So it's a month set aside to witness. And I tell you, in this pandemic, you may wonder how we're we going to do it. I tell you, God will give us wisdom and we're going to spread the gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. Na corona corona mre ye be ye den ne akansempa no yeah emma empopo nyamkopon be kire ye kwan be faso i don't think that god has stopped working in the midst of corona nji ndi se nyamkopon gyan ndi juma pa oye wa ye mu emra corona yi mu ya ye yes i believe that still the gospel can be preached nji ndi se nyame asem no ye betimi aka even em samre ya ye mu so every one of you who is listening to me, especially those of you part of the mega church, the Boise Council, and all the churches, we believe that we can still win souls for Christ in this season. Hallelujah. And we're going to do it. Somebody say, yes, we can. Oh, say yes, we can. Hallelujah. And then the second thing I want to announce is that today is Ben MP Sunday. Hallelujah. And now you Ben MP Sunday. So somebody is asking, what is Ben MP? B E N M P. What is it? I will be Ben MP. Well, Ben MP stands for beautiful, B for beautiful, E for exciting, N for nice, M for um, mood changing partner. MP, Hallelujah. 
no you be a sign and coupon, Nettibian and Akuma. Nasani Panodeno who doms out, we actually accra. So, what it is is that you do beautiful things, you do nice things, you do exciting things to support the gospel, and that is what changes the mood of God. The Bible says that when the prodigal son's father saw the son coming, he was excited. So when people come to God, God is also excited. We change his mood. That is why we call it Ben MP. So Ben MP are partners who join to support the Healing Jesus campaigns of Evangelist Dagiwood Mills and uh, they support the work that he does reaching out to souls every month those of you who contribute this sunday is the sunday we'll be giving you the number at the end of the service so you can send your contribution this dawn i was watching uh evangelist daniel colenda who has taken over from um, uh, evangelist Reinhard Bonke, and as he was talking about the things that they want to do, I said, Wow, we need to support this work so that the gospel can go to the nations. Hallelujah! And yeah. We have to support. And we are going to support. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, this morning we want to take our memory verse before I preach the word of God. And um, I believe it's in Galatians chapter 6. Is it chapter 6 verse 3? Right. So give us our memory verse this morning. And we are going to read it together. It's a very powerful verse. So let's all read it together. Ready? Go. Galatians chapter 6 verse 3 For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing he deceiveth himself Galatians chapter 6 verse 3 Wow I think some people think of themselves to be something and they are nothing they are deceiving themselves yeah so sometimes you see people walking around carrying some big things and moving out as if they are something, but the Bible says that they are nothing and they are deceiving themselves. Mercy. Amen. I pray, I pray that you are not that person who is doing that. I believe that this scripture is really warning us to really not uh, exalt ourselves more highly than we ought to. Yeah. Amen. So I think we should take it one more time. It will really help us. It's a verse that you must run through this week with so that you don't lift yourself up too much. The coronavirus already has brought people down. So. <laughs> All right, let's read it again. Ready, go. Galatians, Galatians chapter, chapter 6, 6, verse 3. For, for if a man think himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. Galatians chapter, Galatians chapter 6, 6, verse 3. 
Let us pray. Lift up your hands to the Lord and talk to God this morning. Ask God to speak to you as we come into his presence. The word of God makes all the difference. Oh yes. The Bible says that the entrance of the word brings light and life. So let it bring life to us Lord this morning. Speak to every heart oh God. Let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor be able to say I am rich. Let the sick be able to say I am healed. And let the fearful say I am bold again. Father we thank you. We love it in your presence. We love to be in your presence. Touch every life. Touch everyone oh God. Listening to me all over the world. Those who are listening by radio, those who are listening on the internet, those who are listening Facebook, everywhere watching. Father, bless each and every one of God. I bind every work of the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that you will lose your people to receive the engrafted word of God that is able to save their souls. Thank you that no one will leave your presence the same, oh God. We thank you, Father, and we bless you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And somebody shouted, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Well, this morning, I think I will wrap up my teaching on my pastor's voice. And um, we're going to uh, be looking at some things that I believe is important for us to know about the pastor's voice and what uh, it contains for you and I. We started last two weeks and just to recap quickly, we read from Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15, if you can give us that scripture, Jeremiah 3 15, the Bible says that God said, I will give you pastors after my own heart, we shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. So I realized that that is what pastors are supposed to do. The pastor is supposed to give you knowledge and understanding. Sometimes it's not all pastors who do that. From what the word of God is saying, it looks like there are some people who are on God's heart, who do this. And Many people love inspiration more than receiving information. But you see, inspiration is nice, it's good, we love it, we love it, we preach it, we do it. But it doesn't bring progress. It doesn't take you forward. But when you receive information, that is what takes you forward. Hmm. So we said two important things that the pastor gives, which is knowledge and understanding. And in the Hebrew, they are the words dear and sakal. Hallelujah. Amen. So we saw how the knowledge will make you have an opinion. Yes. 
Yes, and it's my duty as a pastor to give you an opinion, help you to form an opinion. And they understanding is supposed to make you become an expert, an expert in things. And helps you to prosper and have good success. And also to guide you wittingly. So that is the work of the pastor. And as he speaks, Jesus said in John chapter 10, he said, my sheep, they know my voice. So it is through the voice of the pastor that the deer and saka, the knowledge and understanding comes to the sheep. Now Jesus our John 10 said, It is it is your duty, and you must do everything you can to hear your pastor's voice. Especially in times that we are in. You need the pastor's voice in your life. Yeah. When you read Revelation chapter 2 and chapter 3, you see that Jesus in writing to the churches wrote to the pastors of the churches. He had a message for the church members, but he wrote it through the pastors of the church. Yeah, in Revelation chapter 2 verse 1, he wrote to the church of Ephesus. It says, unto the church, unto the angel of the church of Ephesus, right? So he always writes to the angel. Angel is another word for messenger, which also means the pastor. So unto the pastor of the church of Ephesus, right? Yeah, so you can see throughout in Revelation chapter 2 verse 8, he said the same thing to the church in Smyrna, in chapter 2 verse 12, to the church in Pegamos, also chapter 2 verse 18, to the church in Thyatira, he wrote the same thing to the angel of the church, to the angel of the church, to the angel of the church. He wrote to each and every one of them. Yeah. Revelation chapter 3 verse 1, he wrote the same thing to the church in Sardis. And then in Revelation chapter 3 verse 7, he wrote to the church in Philadelphia. And then in Revelation chapter 3 verse 14, he wrote the same thing unto the angel of the church in Laodicea. Right. So if you are in the church in Sardis or Laodicea or Philadelphia or any of these churches and God is trying to write a message to you, maybe your name is John, John Wilson. If your name is John Wilson, I don't know you, but it's your a good name. example I'm using. Your name is John Wilson and your pastor's name is Eddie Fabian. Then God will write the letter to Reverend or Bishop Eddie Fabian. He's writing to John Wilson, care of Bishop Eddie Fabian. 
uh, the mega church wherever so that is how god will bring the message to you he will not bring it directly. he brings it through the angel of the church to you amen philadelphia john wilson john wilson care of bishop and reverend eddie Yes, it will come to you in that way. Look at Exodus chapter 4 verse 16. I just want to help those who were not here uh, the last time. Just to help you again to understand why your pastor's voice is very important. Exodus chapter 4 verse 16. Look at what the Lord said to um, Moses in Exodus chapter 4 verse 16. Exodus 4 16. Moses. He said, and he shall be your spokesman. He was talking to Moses about Aaron. He said, he, Aaron, shall be your spokesman unto the people. And he shall be even, and he shall be, and even he shall be to you instead of a mouth, and thou shalt be to him instead of God. Now, we not Moses, Aaron, you see Amen. so it's like Aaron's pastor who was Moses is like Moses now has become like a mouth of God to him so whatever God is saying to Aaron he's saying it through Moses to him and most Aaron becomes the mouthpiece to also speak to the people Aaron Moses so you can see that if you don't strive to hear your pastor's voice you are actually cutting yourself away from hearing God speaking to you and that is why we need it it's like a child who is not being able to suck the mother's breast, the, the child who has been born, and the mother has milk in the breast for the child. The child is not sucking it. So all the nutrients and everything that the mother has, the child cannot have it. Hey, hey. May every good thing that is in your pastor's voice come to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift your hand and say, I receive them all. In the name of Jesus. So what are these good things that are in your pastor's voice? And today I'm going to share that with you and then we'll be closing very soon. And it's right there in Psalm 23. Psalm 23. So today, my message is my pastor's voice. This is part two. And then we are taking it from Psalm 23. That's where all the goodies you want is there inside that psalm. And then on my sophomore, you know, near Tosumiru and Ayade Brown, Psalm 23. Let's put a title that we have it. Let's let's have it so that anybody who just joined us will be able to have it hallelujah amen so you see your pastor's voice has a lot of things in there for you i think psalm 23 encompasses everything about life and, and that is what you are receiving receive it in the name of jesus so the first thing you are going to get through your pastor's voice is prosperity your prosperity your provision 
your well-being, your establishment, your provision, your wealth, everything is in the pastor's voice. Psalm 23 verse 1 is right there. Psalm 23 verse 1. It said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Hallelujah. Amen. Once you follow the shepherd, you shall not want. All you need to do is to be a sheep. And then the rest will be provided for you. All the that come from your pastor's voice, they are geared towards bringing you to a place of establishment, a place of prosperity, a place of well-being, a place of being lifted and promoted in life. That is what the pastor's voice has for you. So when you are not listening to your pastor's voice, your prosperity is not that you are going to be poor. You will not prosper. You will not do well. You will not. You will not be established in your business and all that. You are missing something. Wow. Wow. may that not be your testimony in the name of Jesus yeah in 2nd Chronicles chapter 20 verse 20 the Bible says that the children of Israel they rose up early in the morning and they went forth into the wilderness of Tekwa and as they went forth Jehoshaphat stood and said hear me O Judah and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. But believe his prophets, believe that that vessel he has placed in front of you, so you shall prosper. Now, Second Chronicles twenty twenty. Now, Joseph is saying, "I'm sorry, no more so I will be a friend of Tekoa. Now, I'm when Jehoshaphat sorry, no can say, 'Muntiem me Judah, I'm a muntie Judah, and in Jerusalem, say muntie we nyango pointi.'" Hallelujah. It's, 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 it's amazing. You see, when you, when you read the message Bible, it says that they were up early in the morning. Can you do something about the heights? They were up early in the morning, ready to march into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they were leaving, it said, Jehoshaphat stood up and said, Listen, Judah and Jerusalem, listen to what I have to say. Believe firmly in God, your God. And your lives will be firm. Look at this one. Believe in your prophets, and you will come out on top. You will be on top. That's your promotion. So your promotion, everything is right there in the pastor's voice. In Ezra chapter 6, verse 14. Ezra 6, 14. Ezra 6, 14. Another beautiful scripture. It says that, And the elders of the Jews build it. Build it. Oh, you will be building in the name of Jesus Amen. Christ. And they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zachariah the son of Edo. And they built it and finished it. According to the commandment of the Lord of Israel, and according to the commandment of Cyrus and Darius and Artaxerxes, king of Persia. 
Now Ezra 614, you know, or Amen. Amen. So yeah, through the pastor's voice, you'll be hearing things. They heard the, the voice of their pastor Haggai, and he was prophesying to them, he was speaking to them, and through the things he was saying, they built houses. Wow. <laughs> Through the teachings that they will be coming to you, as you hear your pastor's voice, you'll be hearing that you must build. You'll be building your house. You'll be building your marriage. You'll be building things around. You'll be building. You'll be a builder because you are hearing the pastor's voice. I see you building houses. I said, I see you building houses. You will build more houses in the name of Jesus. Oh, this season is not the end of your life. You are about to step into another season where you're going to prosper in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So just hearing you build things. You build a good marriage. You become a good husband, a good wife. It's all coming through the teachings that you hear through the pastor's voice. You build a good business. You, you become a loyal person at your workplace and you are promoted. All these things come through the pastor's voice. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Oh, may you have the prosperity that you must have. So much. May you not be that you lack something because you are not following your pastor's voice. Yeah, David said, I shall not want. David said, That shall be your testimony. In the name of Jesus. Number two. Your peace and safety is also in the voice of your pastor. Yes. Yes. A certain calmness, a certain assurance, a certain restfulness is in the voice of your pastor. What does it say? He said in verse 2, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures and he leaded me beside still waters, not rough waters, still waters. Mm. Hallelujah. Sheep need waters that are still, not waters that has alligators and things like that in them. So God in, in leading us through the pastor that he has given to you will lead you through a place where there is peace in your life. You enjoy peace. You enjoy safety. In times like this when people are confused, as you keep listening to your pastor's voice, you will have peace and safety in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. 
when Solomon was leading the people of Israel as their pastor, leading them, the Bible says in 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 24 and 25, I love the message Bible. It says that Solomon was sovereign over everything, countries and kings, west of the river Euphrates from Tipsa to Gaza. He said, peace reigned everywhere. Peace reigned everywhere. Throughout Solomon's life, everyone in Israel and in Judah lived safe and sound. All of them from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south, content with what they had. Amen. Now, Solomon, Israel, when he said, Go back to the verse 24. And as Solomon Diniaman in Asso, a crook near him for a channel with Asia, if he a toy quay, and Pobeca, and Suanetta, a friend of Euphrates, Ebefa Tipsa, Eco Gaza, Nasunje, FJ Mining Napier, Nasunje, peace everywhere, best twenty five, everywhere. Young Coniatos was say, Now Solomon and a brabo boy, and our Israel and Judano, Natrese, almost one massam. Safety in your life. I declare safety in your life. In this season, I see safety in your life. You shall not be attacked by coronavirus. Coronavirus I see you delivered from it. Your family will be safe and sound in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Can you just reduce the heights for us so that we will not? So you see that through a certain leadership, through a certain um, direction, through the voice of the leader, of the pastor, you dwell in safety, you dwell in peace. And that is why you need to listen to your pastor's voice so that you can walk in that peace and safety. I will do a nimono. I all buana all tricks and wono. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Number three, the restoration of your soul is in the voice of your pastor. Yes. Yes. Every one of us, we have a soul is an, a, the emotional part of you. And God is interested in that aspect also. Yeah, in verse 3, he said it. He said, he restored, is it in verse 3 or verse 2? He said, he restored my soul. He restored my soul. Yeah. Amen. Right then, Psalm 23, I think verse 2 or verse 3, he says, He restores my soul. Your soul needs restoration. Yes. I tell you, restoration is like a repair. Repair. And a lot of people have gone through things, their souls have been affected in a way that you need repair. And it's only through the pastor's voice that your soul can be repaired. Amen. 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 Amen.
Yeah, our souls have been corrupted. Our souls have been twisted. Our souls have been crooked, moved into all sorts of things. Our souls need repair. And some of us, you've gone through disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. Your soul is even become some way. But when the pastor begins to speak to you, the voice of your pastor brings restoration to your soul. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm. Mm. Some of you, if you don't hear your pastor's word, your whole life is all a life of jealousy. You are always jealous about all sorts of things. You are jealous. You are you are lustful. You just lust after things and people and all that. You need the pastor's voice to correct you so that you don't walk in jealousy and in lust. You need the pastor's voice so that your soul can be repaired. Hallelujah. Amen. In First Samuel chapter 1, and verse 15, we see a story of somebody whose soul had gone through things. Her name was Hannah. Yes. yes, she has been believing God for a child for so long. And so many things she had been faced by her rival and all that her soul was down. She needed a word from the pastor's voice. Hallelujah. Amen. And he said, and Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. He said, I have not drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but I have poured my soul before the Lord. I tell you, when the pastor, Pastor Eli, heard the way she was talking and all that, because he thought that she was drunk, her soul was disturbed. Sometimes when your soul is disturbed, a whole lot of things. He thought that the lady was drunk, but she was not drunk. She was just going through difficult times. And the Bible says that when the pastor heard about the soul, he had to speak to her. And he said to her, woman, that thing you are looking for, may the Lord grant your request. Amen. 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 <laughs> receive answers to every prayer you have been praying anything that has made your soul disturbed from today may it be taken away in the name of Jesus may the Lord restore your soul this morning may you begin to smile again Hallelujah. So the Bible says in verse 19, and they rose up in the morning early and worshiped before the Lord and returned and they came to their house to Ramah and Elkanah knew Hannah his wife and the Lord remembered her. Wow. Wow. Now trust me say, 
Nanikunu Elkana, on any Irish Nishiae, and Nanyakupon Ekaihana. Amen. May the Lord remember you. Oh, Eradi and Kaiwan. I said, May the Lord remember you. I see the Lord remembering you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Whatever is yours that are delayed, this morning I command it to come to you in the name of Jesus. Anything that has made your soul disturbed, this morning I declare that you are free from it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. I like it. The Bible says that when Eli answered and said, Go in peace, the God of Israel grant you your petition. And she said, Let your handmaiden find grace in your sight. And the woman went her way, she did eat. And her countenance was no more sad. So she was not eating. She had stopped eating. She had become some way. She couldn't eat. She couldn't sleep. She was sad. But when the pastor spoke to her, hallelujah, Amen. when the pastor spoke to her, she found grace in the sight of God. She went to eat her in food again. And she was no longer depressed. This morning I declare, may you no longer be depressed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes. Amen. I declare it shall be well with your soul. I said it shall be well with your soul. I said it shall be well with your soul. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. David was always speaking to his soul because his soul was down. But he was speaking to the soul. My soul, rise up and praise the Lord. My soul, this morning, may you rise up. May your soul be stirred up to give thanks to God for the good things Amen. he has done for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow, my time is almost up. I need to finish quickly. Number four, your spiritual growth is in the voice of your pastor. Yeah. He says, he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. As you listen to your pastor's voice, you'll be guided in the righteous way you must walk. We need, we need guidance. Bible says in Isaiah 53 verse 6, it says that all we like sheep have gone astray. So when you don't have guidance, you will go astray. But as soon as you hear the pastor's voice, you don't go astray. You move in the right way and you have a right standing with God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. In Acts chapter 8, verse 29, and I'm reading to verse 31. Then the Spirit said to Philip, Go near and join yourself to this chariot. And Philip ran theta to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah. And he said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I? Except some man should guide me. Except some man should guide me. And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. Now, uko at at eight twenty nine hall ekona na Bible ni se na nyame wongo mna ba Philip so na ukatani se kona kutsna abranti ni shemu aya Ethiopia ino kono 
Yes. Now, what now? This is no bison. Say, Nanya Wokain, what's your sea? What's your sea? Except some man or see and say, people church Yes, and Yes, so that is where the pastor comes in. The voice of the pastor comes to guide you. We are all reading the scriptures. Don't you realize that sometimes you read the Bible, but when you come, the same verse that you have been reading, your pastor begins to explain the verse, and the verse means something different. That is the voice of your pastor. He will guide you in the way of righteousness, Amen. he will help you to walk in the way of righteousness. Amen. 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 From today, you are going to be a very good Christian. I see you listening to the voice of your pastor. Without the voice of your pastor, you'll be fornicating, you'll be sleeping around, you'll be doing all sorts of bad things. But when you hear the pastor's voice, sometimes you hear the pastor's voice speaking to you, don't do it. You see that you move away and you walk in righteousness. Hey! Yeah. Yeah. If you don't listen to your pastor's voice, you will go astray. All she, all we like sheep have gone astray. Yes. Number five, your pastor's voice will bring you deliverance and victory over fear. I'm so blessed by the pastor's voice. He said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Yes. I will not be afraid. One of the things that is common with the sheep is fear. And a lot of people are walking in fear. fear. In these times, people are afraid. Are we going to die? Are we going to survive? Is everything going to go on well? We are afraid. But that's where your pastor comes in. Your pastor begins to speak to you. And today I'm speaking to my church members. And I'm telling you, fear not. Fear not. Fear not. You will make it. You will go through. I see you going through. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that when Peter was walking on the water, he was moving at the voice of his pastor Jesus, who said, come, and as he was taking the steps, C-O-M-E, C-O-M-E, as in coming, he was moving by faith on the voice. But the Bible says he began to look at the things that were happening around him, the corona that was happening, and the things that were happening, and he was afraid. And the Bible said, because of that fear, he started going down. But Jesus Fear not. Jesus. <laughs> 
come on. Oh, I come hear on. you. I see you hearing the pastor's voice. Fear is going out of your life. You shall not be afraid anymore. Lift your hand and say, I will not be afraid anymore. Say, I fear not. Because of the voice of my pastor. Give the Lord a shout, somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm enjoying myself. I tell you, my time is up. There are a lot of things I could have told you, but I need to finish. Number six, the pastor's voice ministers comfort. Comfort to you. He said, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Hmm. Hmm. I tell you, a lot of people need comfort. comfort. Hey. Hey. I tell you, a lot of things happen in life that makes us go down and be discouraged. We always need the pastor's voice to bring comfort to us. Hey. Yeah. Good pastors are good comforters. Yeah. Because you see, the Bible says that God is the God of all comfort. So a good pastor is a, a, a good comforter. And the Holy Spirit is also called the comforter. So when the Spirit of God is operating through you, you become a good comforter. And that is the thing we find in church. Anytime you come to church, you find comfort in church. You find comfort. It's the commonest thing you find in church. Sometimes as the you come to church, I don't know. I don't know whether you know it, but you just find that you are comforted. Maybe your problem is not solved, but you are just comforted in your spirit. The problem is still there, but there is hope in the problem. There are two types of people with problems in this life. There's one with problem without comfort, and there's one with problem with comfort. I will show you the people with problem without comfort. Go to Ankafu Hospital. You will see them problems without comfort. They have gone mad and they are there. But look at you, sound. Your your mind is sound. It's because of the comfort you are receiving from your pastor. Or oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. This is several times I've had to comfort people, especially people who have lost uh, loved ones in recent times. My church members have lost a church member. I've lost uh, somebody. A church member has lost the father. A church member has lost the mother. People, different things. I've had to stand in as a pastor, speaking with the voice of the pastor to comfort the people, to strengthen them, to let them know, like the Bible says in First Thessalonians chapter four, that it is not we should comfort ourselves when people die. They don't die hopelessly. They die in hope. And so Paul said, comfort one another with these things, and that is what I comfort them, and I find that they are strengthened because the people who have died, they are in heaven and one day we shall meet them in heaven. Amen. 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 
Not too long ago, I had to be at a, a, a funeral of a relative, you know, and as I saw people standing, that scripture came to me, 1 Thessalonians 4.18, the message version. I don't know, the Lord just placed it on me, and he gave me that scripture. And when you read it, the Bible says that he said there shall be a family reunion. Family reunion in heaven. Can you put it on the screen for us? First Thessalonians 4 18. First Thessalonians 4 18. For message Bible tour. Now, Bishop saw corner pushing a nibia yebina. Oh, who said you know no matopa and then you go on this semitona so he said, Oh, we'll be walking on air, and then there will be one huge family reunion. Wow. One huge family. And wow. I told them, I said, Listen, one day we're gonna meet this guy. We'll all meet in heaven. There'll be a family reunion. If your father is dead, your mother is dead, if he was a Christian, don't be afraid. One day there will be a huge family reunion in heaven. I thought somebody was going to clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. I'm encouraging my church members through my voice. The pastors, I'm encouraging my church members. I'm encouraging anybody who has lost a loved one. I'm encouraging my member who lost, who lost her sister and a mother and a father. And I'm encouraging you that listen, one day we're going to meet all of them in heaven. One day. One day. Whenever you are down, remember Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Uh, Kai Romans 8:20. He said, and we know that all things work together for good. All things, and we know, and we know, and we know. Hallelujah. Yes. I see all things working together for your good. Stop crying. Stop crying. Stop crying. Stop crying. All things will work together for your good. Receive it in the name so of Jesus. It can only come through the voice of your pastor. Oh, listen, my time is up. Can I add two more to it? Number seven, your pastor's voice will give you victory over your enemies. Now, so <laughs> He said, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, don't worry about enemies, my brother. Don't worry about enemies. You need them. You need them. In fact, the Bible says he will prepare the table in front of the enemies. So that means that the more the enemies, the more tables that you have. Yeah. Haven't you heard uh, people have this, this thing on their cars? It's a Lord bless my enemy that they will see one day where God will take. Have you seen that thing before? Yeah, you see, when you are blessed, your enemies must see that you are blessed. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
I see your enemy sitting around your table and they will be, pass, will be passing you salt and pepper and everything that you need. <laughs> Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hey, I need to close. Number eight, your pastor's voice will lead you to the anointing. Yes. He said, thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over what we don't know is that as pastor speaks anointing comes upon you Ezekiel 2 2 the bible says that and the spirit entered into me when he spake unto me Ezekiel 2 2 said hallelujah then also the bible says in John 6 Jesus said the words that I speak they are spirit they are anointing and they are life John 6 so say Jesus say and some me catch on they are spirit and their life. They are anointing. And the Bible says in Acts 10 44, while Peter was speaking, the pastor Peter was speaking, the Holy Ghost, the anointing fell on them. Now Acts 10 44, Hallelujah. Amen. I see the Holy Ghost falling on you as I'm preaching. I see the Holy Ghost falling on you as I'm preaching. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. May an anointing come upon you. May your cup run over. May you have more than you can carry. Receive it in the name of Jesus. But the Bible says it's not by might, it's not by power. But it's by my spirit. Say the Lord. And finally, finally, as I promise you, I'm going to ask you more. You will receive assurance of the future concerning your future through your pastor's voice what does it say it says surely 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 somebody say surely surely say surely say surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord uh, if there's something that you are going to be sure about is that goodness and mercy will follow you it will follow you as your pastor I am prophesying to you that don't be afraid only goodness and mercy will follow you in the second half of this year may you see goodness and mercy in your life yes by the time we are ending this year, you will see that goodness and mercy are following you. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 one brother went to see a certain man of God, and the man of God said, I see Motia, I see Motia following you. Hey! And the man was afraid. Instead of listening to your pastors, but you have gone to listen to another voice. <laughs> and they were telling him, Motia, hey, Motia are following you. <laughs> but your pastor's voice, <laughs> it doesn't say Motia is following you. <laughs> Do you know Motia? <laughs> 
Motia are dwarfs, dwarfs. Motia nipanti. But your pastor says that it is goodness and mercy that are following you. Not problems and disaster, but goodness and mercy. Receive goodness and mercy. Receive goodness and mercy. Receive goodness and mercy. From today, when you go and you hear another voice telling you, Motia, tell the person, hey, you are not seeing well. My pastor says it is goodness and mercy, not Motia. That is the assurance for the future. You are wondering, is the future going to work? It will work. It will work. It will work. I am telling you, goodness and mercy will follow you. Are we going to end this year well? Yes, we are going to end this year well. We will yes. end it well. As your pastor, I'm speaking to you and I'm telling you, surely goodness and mercy will follow you. Hallelujah. It will follow you. I see you moving from glory to glory. <laughs> glory to glory. <laughs> glory to glory. Glory to glory. Glory to glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Listen, my time is up. I'm not out of work, but I'm just out of time. Stand to your feet and let's close. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Because he lives. Oh, I can face tomorrow. Oh, because he lives. Oh, all oh, fear is gone. gone. Oh, and now, now I know. Yes, yes I, I know. He holds my future. Oh, and life is worth a living just because he lives. Oh, Father, we thank you today. We thank you for your word. And right now, maybe you are watching. You are not saved. You are not born again. That means that you don't have a pastor over your life. You are not saved. You are not born again. That's the reason why. But the Bible says that he said, I will give you pastors. After my own heart. Today, I believe that God wants to give you a pastor. Through me, he wants to give you a pastor. Maybe you are listening, you are not saved. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. We want to pray together. Repeat after me. Say, Jesus. Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for shedding your blood. For shedding your blood to wash away my sins. To wash away my sins. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. All my sins. All my sins. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. Please write my name. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of in life. The Lamb's book of life from today. From today, I will serve you. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will follow you for the rest of my for days. For the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. For saving me. Now let's pray in key.
Kasa radi Yesu. Iradi Yesu. Enana pay. Enana pay. Medawa se. Medawa se. Sewa sem abam enchain. Sewa sem abam enchain. Fa me boni chemi. Fa me boni chemi. Fa umoja na wohrome hong. Umoja na wohrome hong. Jimmy free me boni inemu. Jimmy free me boni inemu. Show me di wongkwangu memu. Show me di wongkwangu. Mami a wadini tumi a medebe sumo. Mami a wadini tumi a medebe sumo. Medawa se. Medawa se. Ewo Yesu dimu. Ewo Yesu dimu. Amen. 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 God bless you. If you pray that prayer, there's a number right there that you need to send a message to. Uh, it's there on the screen 024 915 3163. Yes. And send a message to it that I gave my life to Christ today. Send a message to this number we will attend to you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. We believe you have been exalted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call 0249-153-163. That's 0249-153-163. Now to speak to Prophet Eddie Fabian. Prophet Fabian would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with a prophetic word.